All topics covered here are for conversational purposes only and do not constitute financial advice. Please contact Mulcahy Co. to receive advice on all matters from one of our professionals. Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of FS360, uh, Financial Security 360, brought to you by Mulcahy Co. You're joined today by uh, host Gavin Nash. Um, you're probably sick of hearing me by now, listeners, but you're stuck with me for a while. So um, I'm joined today down in our Geelong office by uh, Director Scott Kitchen. G'day, Scott. G'day, Gav. Good to see you. Welcome along. Thanks very much. First podcast episode for Scott. So, uh, yeah, yeah, welcome along to the headphones, mate. Thank you. It's How are you feeling? Comfortable? or Well, comfortable enough. Um, yeah. It's all a bit new and different for me, but uh, looking forward to it, Gav. Well, when you're an expert in, you know, accounting and taxation and compliance and business planning and advice, you sort of, you can't be expert at everything, mate, can you? True. True. I say that a bit. I don't even mow my lawns at home, Scott. So oh, I, 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 I love mowing my lawns. It's my, my passion away from work. Oh, really? Yeah. Like them nice and neat? I do. Like the lines. Are you one of these guys that pulls up in his driveway and then yeah. has to get out and, and mow it like before you go in? And for the get night? home and put the sprinklers on and just sit and watch the water and the kids look at me thinking, uh, Dad's looking at the grass again. <laughs> <laughs> is he thinking that that grass is going to grow if he looks yeah. at it? Oh, that's good. He's got a passion it's outside. It's Yeah, so. it's good. No, it's good, mate. I'm, I think I'm the other way with gardening stuff. I just don't have any interest in it. But I can see why people do. Yeah. yeah. I've got quite a few mates that do have that pride, so it's good. No, yeah. it's, a, it's a funny hobby, but it's good fun. Yeah, nice one. No, perfect. Um, uh, thanks for joining us today, Scott. So just for our listeners' um, understanding, so you've, uh, you're sort of our accounting director down here at the Geelong office. Um, but if you just want to introduce yourself and your background to the listeners, Scott. Yeah, so Gav, I started uh, in practice up in Horsham where I um, completed secondary school and uh, my family relocated there when I was a young chap. So career started up there and took me down to Geelong um, around 1997, 1998 and um, I worked for a a multi-partner firm um, of which I was a partner there and then February 2014 I started my own practice um, and I was probably just looking for something a little bit different in terms of what the firm could look like and offer and um, there's a lot of accountants around um, but we wanted to do something a little bit different and operate on I guess a different basis um, than what most others did so I thought well that's a path I probably need to trek on my own. So February 2014 I did that and um, went out on my own with um, I think we had a staff of seven or eight and um, we were here in Geelong primarily our clients are professional people and business owners around town um, and we were getting some great results from them and they encouraged me to do it so um, that's what I did Gav and um, yeah that went really really well so it was a a, I guess a period in my life that I'm really proud of Um, we were able to recruit really good team members to come and join the firm and a lot of our clients went from strength to strength too and as along with that as did our firm and we won some awards and um, we got to a point where we were I guess having growing pains and Every so often you need to reassess where you're at and where the business is at. Yes, and um, I had had uh, one client in particular that had, um, had been using our services as well as, well as Chris Mulcahy. Um, so he had always um, said to me, well, you and Chris would get along really well. They're doing some great things. and Maybe similar minds, and you know, similar outlooks on things. Yeah. Yes. So he was sort of splitting his business between the two of us. He said, I'd love you two to get together. Um so anyway, he was in the office one day and I was probably been contemplating um, what the next 10 years look like for me and um, 
he said to me, cool, here's Chris's number. I've told him you're going to call. So anyway, <laughs> I called and we caught up. But um, It's probably a good example of how close you can get to clients, really, isn't it, Scott? Like They become good friends because, you, you know, you're advising them the whole time. They're, they're probably teaching you a bit as well. Yeah. Um, and then on the odd situation like this happens where they introduce you to someone. Yes, yeah. and that happened. So I, uh, I caught one. up with Chris and then uh, Easter last year, I went up and um, caught up with Grant and Mark and Jamie and met the crew and, um, yeah, that was all a week before Easter last year and now fast forward 10 or 11 months, I'm sitting here in an office with uh, a pretty powerful business unit behind me with multiple divisions and I guess my journey professionally and for my clients and team has um, taken a, another step forward. And yeah, perfect. It's um, been a journey that's so far delivering... Yeah, exceeding expectations, and I'm really happy with it. Oh, great. Yeah, it's great to hear the story, the background story of how you, you joined the group too, Scott, because it's, yeah, it can be um, sort of people often ask me because I'm part of the group, you know, yeah. how did you become part of it or whatever, and it's, it's always a, there's always a different story around why people join a, a large organisation yes. um, like this. But, but you now it's good that um, now it's working out well. Probably one of my fears was um, joining a bigger business, you become a little bit... Um, more cookie cutter in your approach, and yep. maybe you lose a little bit of your um, your ability to think laterally, and and the things that we prided ourselves on not doing, yes, um, challenging the status quo, etc. But it was pretty evident to me early on that um, even though Mulcahy's as a group is pretty significant in size, um, yeah, they didn't have that mindset. It wasn't wasn't going into a cookie cutter type factory it was yeah. going into a pretty dynamic business that was doing great things so so the value add was pretty evident early on yeah nice one and you've got a nice new modern office here in gordon avenue too mate you've we moved, have yeah, moved so into yeah yeah so we uh we relocated here gav end of july start of august um so all the desks rolled in and a lot of them were empty and uh and now i guess with the integration of um, more planning resources and the lending team. Now there's lots of bodies and, um, yeah, places filling up really, really quickly. And, uh, yeah, new offices, it's all all really nice to, to be in here. So we're really happy. Yeah, it's got a really good vibe, actually, this office. It's, um, I don't know how many, would be looking over 20 people here now. Yeah, there would be over 20. In Geelong, um, I yeah. Think Was has got a few working from home. He yeah, has. So when they return, I reckon we'll be probably sitting around 24, 25. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a good size office, and I think there's a, every time I've been down here, mate, there's good vibe. You know, there's everyone's up for a chat. Whatever, Hopefully, and yeah. It, and that's we're mindful of that. So um, got to make a good environment for everyone to come to every day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're working really hard on that integration. Um, so we've got a session um, in two Fridays where we'll get an external facilitator to come in and oh, yeah. give us honest feedback. And this particular guy we've used for a number of years in my practice, and. Um, yeah, so he'll come and challenge us to become better and be honest with each other and give that feedback and um, knock down whatever barriers um, just exist when people come from different locations and different yeah. backgrounds. Um, but everyone's really, really committed to doing that. So, um, no, it's fastly becoming um, a place you feel like home. Yeah, nice one. Yeah, yeah great. And um, I did say this to Daniel on one of the previous podcasts, but you're right near Packington Street, you know, like lots of good coffee and... Uh, the old folklore uh, Vietnamese is a few doors away, mate. So. Oh, it's dangerous, Gav. That barn yeah. me. There's a katsu one there. It gets a few of us probably more often than it should. But uh, yeah, I, no, it's a nice area. Driving to Geelong today, I just was thinking about that barn me because yeah. I had one last time I was here. Oh, did you? Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan of the Vietnamese. So yeah, yeah no, it's really good, Ben. Um, one of our senior accounts, he was enjoying it, and he just didn't quite realise that he was sort of 
had the sauce dripping down his chin. He was just had one, had one of those moments and someone walked past and he just said, sorry, I'm just lost in this. Yeah, exactly. We need to get him on as a client because now that's the second time I've mentioned him. So we need to get him on as a client because we're getting be a good story. free pub promotion at the moment. But um, And the uh, your business, Scott, was uh, was called the IWS um, uh, group. But you how, So you think that your team your team have sort of settled in pretty well? I think so. Talking um, with it, yeah, with other accountants that have come from different backgrounds now, yeah. with, who are now part of the Mulcahy group, and now with Warren's Cosine Free group coming in in the lending. Yeah, and it was a big part of, I guess, my acceptance. I spoke to them before I'd made the decision to come in to see if they would support it, and yep. and and whether it would present in their eyes um, and my eyes a better career path for everybody. Um, yep. So our team was pretty young, but energetic, enthusiastic, and really good academically. But they're pretty significant. Um, they. I guess the drive they have is pretty significant. Um, so I needed to create a workplace um, and give them a pathway to achieve what they want to do in life. And um, that was would have required a little bit more change if I had a state of mind. But that was also one of the key parts to, to joining the Mulcahy Group is that there's um, multiple options for them and they can be um, fulfilling lots of different roles in lots mm. of different divisions. And yep. for me it shored up and gave them a stronger... Um, career path than what I could have done. So you need to sort of take a reality pill and not let your ego get in the way of other things. So when yeah, you step awesome. back and think, think these half a dozen guys and girls, um, what's in their best interests? And for me and for them, they all thought, no, coming on board would um, open up a new world that would be really exciting. So, yes, we've had some change. Um, that's the reality. But um, it's change that's made us stronger and... Um, yeah, we're actively recruiting more just with the growth of our firm. But, um, yeah, no, their career paths are, are looking really, really exciting. Yeah, perfect. And I think the other thing that, um, talking about recruitment, um, Scott, that people don't realise is that, of course, clients benefit from, okay, we've got a lawyer in the building, we've got a financial planner in the building, we've got a number of accountants, we've got a home loan expert, uh, maybe marketing, whatever. But uh, the staff and the team actually benefit from that as well because rather than just sitting in, in your business doing accounting and compliance and business planning advice, your staff and yourself now sort of more on a day-to-day basis, you know, exposed to those other divisions. Um, And it can just help your own um, personal, you know, journey and and of knowledge, you know, even me hosting this podcast. Like I've learned that much over the couple of years we've been doing it because um, I'm just talking to the experts in the area all the time. So Yeah, it does. I mean, when we bring um, someone into a meeting, if there's – solicitor, a planner, an accountant, all talking about um, collaborating on a strategy for a client, they're listening to all different things, which typically they wouldn't get exposure to. So, A, a it's a powerful solution for clients to have all the department heads come together and um, share wisdom around what's going to work best. But for a junior who's learning their ranks, they're getting fast track and exposure to things sort of directly and really quickly. So, As well. mm. so they get to understand the value we can add and and they get to hear everyone talk, and um, just the accumulation of those conversations over time will certainly help their development. I've always been a big believer, Scott, even the old work experience in high school, that if you just go and you're just in a, an environment for a period of time, you'll yeah. learn something. You know, you'll right. always learn something. Uh, maybe it might be at, the, at making a cup of tea or whatever or overhearing a conversation or whatever, yeah. but there's always something that you can share uh, and learn just, just from being somewhere with a whole lot of other people. So. Yeah, exactly. And thankfully, right. with COVID sort of... Hopefully, um, behind us, we, uh, we're seeing a lot more people back in the office, mate, and that'll just happen a bit more. So. It will. It will. 
Well, down to business, Scott, for today. Thanks for sharing all that information with us about your background and uh, the team. But I um, thought we'd talk today uh, specifically about, um, I know you've got um, a thing that you call value-based, values-based advice here at the Geelong office. So can you just take us into what that means for you guys? So probably what that means for me, Gav, is we sit down and we talk to clients all day. And um, for us, it's important that we sit in the chair of our clients and really get into their minds and hearts and understand what they're setting out to achieve on their journey. Um, it's nothing more rewarding for us than if we can tailor advice to help them get to where they want to go. So whether it's a certain house in a certain suburb or whether it's a certain type of education for their kids, Geelong has wonderful schools, whether it's a Geelong College education or a Belmont High education, we want to know um, the value set of the clients and we want to understand what's really meaningful to them so that we can tailor advice that's not only relevant, but it's sustainable advice that's going to change their life. So for us to be able to do that, we need to understand what makes them tick and when they're lying on the beach on hol- on holidays up at the Gold Coast, the things they dream about, we want them to tell us because a lot of people don't know how to get there and for some it's, a, it's an easier path than maybe what they think. It's not necessarily a dream. It can become a reality. So the more we understand about the values of our clients and what they want out of their life, not only our job becomes more rewarding and more relevant, but it builds sustainable relationships that now, in lots of cases, sort of carry through multi-generations. So we can start talking to mum and dad, then we can start educating the kids and whether the kids are taking over the farm or the business or going off and forging their own career paths. Um, we, we want to be sort of a key person in directing that conversation and whatever education needs to come with it. And, um, yeah, it's something we love i guess i'm in the industry because i like the financial element of in the commercial side of the world yep, um sure. but it's far more rewarding when you can see someone be able to upgrade their home or bring forward a retirement time frame they thought they'd never be able to retire until they were 17 you can say actually we can get you there at 62 or 58 you just got to make these steps now mm, um sure so for us, that's what we want to understand and then we know that we're, we're delivering and adding real value to them, not just having a transactional relationship. I think it's, it's uh, important because even internally at Mulcanco, we've got our, our own internal values and one of them is to work smarter, not harder. So the idea is let's work, um, and for you, it's obviously get to know the client personally and their personal goals in life that you can then assist them with the financial side of things because you're the expert in that area. So um, I think that sort of... Uh, a lot of people, and you, you would have seen it over the years too, Scott, with your experience, but you know, I've come across a lot of business people over the years that just put their head down and just go like the clappers and just oh, keep working hard. They do, and it's they, they believe that that's the way forward. But yeah. it, it, you know, for the time it takes to review and think and plan, um, and that's where that value, you know, obviously you've called it values-based advice because there's value in that, you know, you yeah. understanding what their values are and what they want to achieve. Um, and, you, you know, you're not just doing t- a tax return or compliance or their bookkeeping or um, you're not just sort of handling some of that financial stuff. You're actually sort of getting embedded with what their goals are. 100%. And we came across a case a few years ago. Um, a guy, we asked him, how are you going to retire? He said, I'll sell my business. I said, how much do you sell your business for? And he said, oh, probably eight, 900000 The reality is it was worth two. Um, so for him, he was working along thinking that his, his payday would come at the end of um, his business journey and he put a for sale sign up and cash up and be able to retire and sort of go caravanning and do all the things he wanted to. But the reality was he was he had no hope. So he had hope, but his, his game plan was severely flawed and no one had yep. pulled him aside and said, look, Bill, 
Um, the reality is your business is nowhere near that. You need to make changes in your business and um, go about things a little bit differently, not just head down, tail up. Um, yeah. And he was able to get there. But if you don't have those conversations and pull people up and be honest with them about where they're going to land, they'll just go along aimlessly in life and um, just think it's all going to work out. And look, in some cases that can happen, but certainly more often than not, you need to have that direction and... Um, and sort of be really disciplined around that. Otherwise, you will end up in disappointment at the wrong age of your life where it's possibly too late to make too a late profound to impact. Too late to make too many changes. Yeah. And our regular listeners, and I know we've got a few, I do get some feedback, Scott, from some listeners, but we've had um, Danny Archer, who's down here in, in, the, in the Geelong office with you, mate, financial planner, um, and some of his colleagues in financial planning talking about, you know, retirement strategies and things like that, that, you know, that, and the toughest thing is to get, someone to think about something that's 30 years away rather than what's happening next year you yep. know, or what car I'm going to buy or what boat I'm going to buy or what house I'm going to have. So as you say, if their plan is private school education or assist their children buying a home or something like that at some stage, yep. um, some of that stuff's got to – planning's got to start now. And it's almost never – you're never too young to really think about that stuff, are you, really? No, that's right. And and that's where the benefits um, I've seen in, from my integration here, whether it's um, – workshopping portfolios with Danny or whether it's talking to um, the legal team on a structure to protect the wealth and have it um, support them along the journey um, or dealing with the accounting team on how to sort of address some tax issues or structuring um, concepts that might be relevant for them. Uh, it just allows us to get really powerful outcomes in a pretty quick period of time yep, and deliver yep. this to the client and we know that all the all the advice pieces and the pillars behind those divisions are all aligned to to one goal, and that's to satisfy the client's outcomes. Yep. And um, it's, it's it's a good example of those divisions working together, I suppose, isn't it? You know, that you, you're not sort of saying to the client, because I know this has happened in the past, and it's probably one of the catalysts to have other divisions under the one roof, was, that, you know, um, accountant may say, look, head off to a lawyer and let's get this done up. But then that communication between the accountant, lawyer, and the client sort of can sometimes be a bit, you know, yeah. when they're all different businesses can sometimes not be as smooth as need be, but the fact that we're all under the one roof does really help with that. It does. To make sure that everyone's on the same page, we know what the goals are. Yep. Um, and as a, uh, any business owner knows, Scott, um, you get good at what you're good at. So whether that's, you know, plumbing or hairdressing or, you know, you're running a accounting firm, you know what you're good at, so stick to that and then, you know, get your advice where you need to yep. in those key areas, which sounds like what you guys are doing. So yeah, It is. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's really good. Are there particular industries, Scott, that you're sort of specialising in down here with your client list, or are you, is, is it sort of pretty broad? Look, it, 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 look, it is reasonably broad, Gav. I mean, we do have um, a really strong level of expertise in. Um, we look after a lot of doctors and professionals. Um, yep. We look after a lot of trades-based businesses, builders, electricians, plumbers, property developers, etc. And and we do have an agri theme as well. Um, so a lot of our farmers um, through the Western District, they um, they're a key part of what we do too. Sort of west of Geelong, you mean? Sort of yeah, west of Geelong. Geelong yep. basically through to sort of Adelaide. Um, really? Yep. So, I mean, that's that's good. It gives us diversity, but it's sort of it's not too broad where we um, we lose track of sort of relevant changes and key issues within industries. We sort yeah. of keep a really close check on what's going on, whether it's ATO or um, from a strategy point of view, who's who's running a best practice model um, through the network. We pretty much have an idea of what that looks like, yep. whether that's using technology, um, innovation, 
um, strategy, depending on what it happens to be, we've probably got the ability to identify that pretty quickly and um, stay on top of the key issues for those particular industries. So yeah, yeah. we're really strong in there and we're winning a lot of business through referrals in those spaces, which is which is really nice. It's, it's a nice way to win business, isn't it? You know, look, if, it is. You've got your clients saying, look, go and see Scott yeah. and his team. That's a really good pat on the back, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's really good. Um, so, no, we're, we're really proud of that and um, it fills our days and we're continually looking to make more... In- further inroads into those sectors as well. Those sectors too. Um, what about pain points, Scott? It's something that I bring up with a few guests on the podcast, but are there pain points that clients are coming back to you with sort of week in, week out, and, and how do you sort of help them overcome them? Probably the pain point at the moment that we're seeing, um, Gav, a lot of the time is around liquidity. So businesses, we put a bit of in innovation and advice around them, they're growing. Um, so how to support them with the right cash flow model or the liquidity to help fund the growth. And off the back of COVID too, the payment cycle for a lot of industries has slowed down. Yep. Whether you're a builder working for an insurance company or whether you're a local operator, um, what we have found is the cash cycle has has dragged out. Um, yep. So Everyone's taking longer to get paid. Everyone's taking yeah. longer to get paid. So you're typically carrying more debtors and the flow-on effect then is sometimes you can be slower to pay your creditors too. So the cash cycle is a big one for us at the moment. Um, it's not a plenty of profitable businesses sort of have nothing in the bank account so um, we've got to manage that quite closely especially if the business is growing Um, so for us that's the pain point clients come to us and and just need access to liquidity to fund their growth so they can see everything's all really good and exciting but um, they bitch and moan that people aren't paying them yes exactly quick enough yeah yeah no one ever gets paid quick enough no that's right in in the world but um so do you mean when so are you seeing businesses taking out maybe an overdraft or something along those lines to sort of assist with yeah, those Yeah, certainly some, some are. Um, yep. We're seeing a mixture of, I guess, remedies to that, um, depending on the size of the business. Some are running overdrafts and some are accessing some equity that's come off the property price growth. So if their house was worth yeah, 700 has, and now yeah. is worth a million dollars, there's some access to some funding there. So if the business needs to have it, um, we don't want to always just inject new debt into the business if there's something on the business model that can change around their trading terms or stuff like that we'd try and do that first but yep. if it did need funding for the right reasons yeah. then we would access those channels of debt and so if you found talking about that property growth um scott have you found that um i know ballarat has found that sort of property growth yeah. both residentially and commercially is it the same in geelong it has yeah no yep. the prices um, property prices here have um had fantastic growth and and with that it needs to be sort of carefully planned out a little bit around what's sustainable and what's not um, and what level of debt. We come across some files where um, they've structured up too much debt off the back of it and when you sensitise it, allowing for some interest rate increases, it's not a pretty outcome. So it can be a two-edged sword, but certainly prices have have grown considerably, but um, along with that needs to become some discipline around then what you do with it because you don't want to just think these times are here forever because they're not. Yeah, and look, uh, you know, if, 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 if the local property market's risen 20% in that two years, well, you can't expect it to do it for the next two years. And no. So I suppose you've got to consider what you're doing going forward. So. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah. And that's where frequent conversations allow us to sort of pressure test their, their game plan a little bit. They say, yeah. oh, I'm going to buy an investment property. And we say, no, I don't think that's a good idea. Um, sometimes it is, but a lot of the time it's not. Yeah. Um, and I always yeah. cringe when people come in. I want... 20 rental properties and that's how I'm going to retire. And I said, you're full of crap, mate. It's not going to work. Yes. So yeah. we like that. Um, we do that with, a, I guess, a grin and a wink too. Yes. But it, there's a real 
um, honesty in the conversation. And it's probably say, solid strategy and experience in behind there to know yeah. what, what's going to work and what's not. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Because there's a lot of experts that Google outcomes and turn up and they're um, sort of Jeff Bezos or a business expert. So yes. education's a big part of what we do, whether it's yep. in investment or business fundamentals. Um, education's a big part of it before we lock into any key decision. Yep. And do you find that clients are pretty open to that education part? Are they sort of pretty well happy to take it on? Or have you got some clients probably like me, mate, who are just quite happy if you do it? <laughs> uh, yeah, a bit of both. Um, yeah, the best ones are the ones that challenge you yeah. um, because you know at the end of the day they're going to be fully informed and yep. they're going to sort of know the pros and the cons and the alternatives before they enter anything. The ones that worry you if they come in say, yep, 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 just do it um, yeah. because you know they haven't necessarily haven't really thought about it. Or, or maybe they're not engaged. Or they're in a rush. It? Yeah, yeah. yeah. everyone's they're, busy but yeah. they, they're not taking the yeah, time Yeah, just do think. it. So, no, yeah. I'm not just going to do it. You need to come in and explore yeah. it. And sometimes that frustrates them. yeah. But if taking an hour or two out of your times means you don't lose 100000 on a crappy investment, well, yeah, it's yeah. time well spent. Yeah, so exactly. Get yep. your priorities right. We um, don't always win that conversation, but it's what we try right. to do. Um, I have mentioned uh, previously, Scott, um, but I listened to Jason Cunningham, came to Bellow mm-hmm. and spoke last week or two weeks ago, um, and he's sort of a you know reasonably well-known in the media for you know business planning and whatever, and... He's an accountant as well, but he sort of has a, a famous thing to say, you should take an annual leave day once a year and just look at your outgoings. What are you spending money on? Is that, you know, Netflix plus Stan plus Foxtel yeah. or is yeah. it your phone plan? Is it your insurances? Is it your, you know, home loan? You know, is it your um, tax structure? So if you sort of said, right, I'm going to take a day off, you know, a year and one of, and they came in and spent three hours of that day with you, you'd be quite happy probably just to, Sit down with them once a year and go through everything and make sure the plans on on you know oh on, definitely on track and all that sort of stuff yeah mm. I mean we were on holidays I did a, a similar sort of thing probably less more casual than than that but even what your kids subscribe to I mean yeah. we had bus simulators and plane simulators just <laughs> little games that um, I mean they might advertise a price and yeah it's just hard for sometimes um, people with say, online spending, it's, yeah. it's easy to lose track of yep. where money's going. Um, so it does need to be reviewed um, just to um, cut off any delinquent spending or, or habits that yep. were sort of a phase that are no longer relevant. But unless you take the time to do it, um, it'll just carry on. Yeah, it's that sort of take, yeah, as you say, everyone's busy and you just sometimes got to take a deep breath and turn your phone off and say, you know what, for two hours I'm not going to get interrupted, I'm just going to have a look at everything Yeah, and understand exactly where we're at. You know, and Maybe some people just don't take that time to do that but it's good advice i think yeah it's a simple it's a one percenter that uh can be quite valuable yep yep i think at last count made them up to seven of those streaming services oh yeah yeah and then you know the foxtel one you know the other kids who are adults now they use it you know at their house and i use it at my house so yeah it's sort of getting decent use i would say but not by me seven i'd be (laughs) similar but then i don't i think stan do i don't i then i think yellowstone i love yellowstone so no that has to stay anyway we should do a couple of podcast episodes here just on favorite streaming shows i reckon yeah because i've heard yellowstone's very good i've got a few friends that have fantastic recommended that one yeah but um no and i think over the covid thing i've never watched more tv Uh i'm sort of glad at the moment not to be watching as much tv as i was so good one (laughs) um so, Scott, you mentioned uh, to me uh, coming in today's interview just to, um, as a way to sort of uh, wrap up, but to talk about um, how you guys offer a free discovery session for new businesses that yeah. uh, may be thinking about coming across to you guys here at Mulcahy Co. Geelong. 
What does a new free discovery session mean? Look, really what that is, it connects to the values-based advice um, philosophy we have, Gav, but we used to call it a strategy for life where we just get people in and just get them to paint the picture. Where you're at, where would you like to be? Don't think of where you can get to, just paint the ideal and sure. tell us what that looks like and we'll, in a pretty quick period of time, be able to have a look at your structure, how much tax you're paying, um, what your estate looks like, are your assets protected? A lot of people have significant equity in their properties now that um, this price um, growth has sort of created and allowed people to, to build up more equity and sometimes that's protected and sometimes that's not. Um, so it allows us to look through, I guess, all the key 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 categories that we look at is what's your free cash flow, how much have you got available to invest after your bills are paid, look at your sort of retirement plan, um, how are you going to fund retirement, where's the money come from, look at your structure, um, are your wills in order, um, how much tax you pay, um, we can talk about some things around legacy and family values and education for the kids is one example. And um, from that, we can sort of collate what the needs and goals and objectives of the client is and connect that to where they currently sit now. So we like to do that. We don't charge for that session. It probably just gives us the opportunity to understand the client to see if they would be a good fit for us and whether we would be sure. a good fit for them because it's not all client, not all people and um, consumers are interested in that. Um, fortunately for us, a lot are. Yep. Um, so it allows us to um, sort of get in and do some great work for a lot of people. But that's what we try and do. Um, Gav, it also gives us, I guess, the opportunity to, to meet people and explain to them that accountants um, and financial planners and this integrated advice piece that we run is quite unique. And um, I don't think there's a business in Geelong that operates like we do with, with sort of the resourcing and the multidisciplinary factory. Different heads factory. under the one roof. Yep, yep. Um, so we're the only ones in town that do it and it's a pretty powerful outcome. So when people see that, go quite often it's, gee, I had no idea you even did that. I thought you just did numbers. Um, so we, we do numbers. but yeah. um, compliance. You know, I just thought you just did that's tax right. every year. And, yeah. and people, I mean, we describe that as a grudge purchase. Um, people just come and get their tax return tax returns done because the government tell them they have to. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we think, well, the bulk of our business, we don't want to come from that source of revenue. It's a, it's a dying stream. It's it's not something that we want to be known for. We do it, um, but it's not the focus of what we do. Sure. And there are other operators that do, and we certainly wish them well, but we're just in a different lane and, and um, go about things a little bit differently, and that's what we do. It's aptly named the discovery session, I think, because um, it's one of those things where when you first mentioned it to me, I thought, oh, I sort of know from the title exactly what that's going to be. You know, it's going to yeah. be we need to know more about you as yeah. a client and, you know, where you come from and what, what you want to do in the future. Yeah. And then let's see if we can assist with that. So That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. right. And we don't – it's not purely on tax. It's not purely on superannuation or estates or shareholder issues if you've got partners in your business. It's just coming with a blank canvas. <coughs> we'll ask the right questions. We'll get yep. to certain outcomes. And um, if nothing comes of it and they people choose not to engage us, that's fine too. But we know they're going to go home and have meaningful conversations as a family. And might help, us, it might help us, anyway. Us, Even if they don't helps. become a client, that's right. it might help them anyway. So And that's yep. that's our position. Is Even if we don't, we hopefully have given some education, identified some issues, and they can carry on that conversation at home. Yep, yep, sure. Um, and just to repeat for the listeners, that's a that's a free service you offer. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. They, people can ring up and book in for a discovery session. They can ring up and book in, and I'll sit in on each of those. We'll have um, probably another team member sit in as well, and if yep. that takes us one, two, three hours, we're happy to invest that in sort of the Geelong community. And if yep. if it results in work, good on it. If it doesn't, um, 
we're still happy to make that contribution. Yeah, because it may have made a difference to the even if someone stays with their current um, advice firm, yep. um, or they might just take some of the information out of that session and yep. take it along with them on their journey through life. That's yeah. right. And there's been cases where they've come in and we go, "Your accountant's doing a fantastic job. Um, we wouldn't touch a thing. Stay with them and shout them a coffee next time you see them." Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so it's, yeah, it works it really well. Can go either way. Yep, yep, perfect. Well, that's great, Scott. Thanks for uh, joining me today on the FS360 podcast. Pleasure, Gav. Thanks Lot, for having me. Lots of um, – we always try and uh, relate what we're talking to back to the FS360 12 Steps, which is on our website, guys, mulk.com.au. Um, but probably a lot of what Scott's spoken about today is nearly involved in nearly every one of those steps. So sometimes we talk about a specific topic that's just in step three or four. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I think I think if people look at that 12-step wheel uh, that we've got, um, probably a lot of what Scott's spoken about is represented there. So, But thanks for your time, Scott. Great. Pleasure, Gav. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to having you on the next episode. Thanks very much. All the best. You've been listening to the FS360 podcast brought to you by Mulcahy Co. Financial Security 360 is at the centre of what we do at Mulcahy Co. If you'd like to speak to one of our professionals about a range of individual and business needs, give us a call.